Welcome to another edition of the 24K Podcast. Christopher Dempsey, Katie Wingy, what up? and uh, our special guest today, Flatco Chanchar. Flatco, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So many things. We're in Vegas, just so you guys know, too. Oh, yeah, we are just in Vegas. to set the scene for everyone that's <laughs> listening or watching out there. We're hanging out in Vegas. They played one summer league game, the Nuggets have, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Chanchar, you had a great game in that one. What was it like getting out there w- with the Denver Nuggets? Um, it was it was pretty fun, uh, just uh, hanging out with the guys and everybody being so positive. So it was definitely fun. You are like the, one of the most popular players on the summer league team, and it started last year. And I'm wondering, the you, Nuggets and Nation and you, loves you. Yeah, and I'm wondering what you first of all, just what do you think about that? Just generically, what do you think about just how many people have, have gravitated and really like you? I'm I'm kind of surprised to be honest. <laughs> I have a lot of fans uh, that haven't really watched me play uh, in games besides summer league, so. It's definitely cool to have fans in, in the States. Do you have people that are like reaching out to you on social media that are messaging you or anything like that saying, you know, we're so happy you're with the Nuggets or, or reaching out at all? I mean, yeah, there's a message here and there. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's kind of odd, but it's, it's cool. We're very active on Twitter in particular, and the Nuggets fans love it. Anytime you do anything on the floor, <laughs> setting a good screen, getting a rebound, it's making true. a shot, it's like, Vlad, go! We can't get enough! <laughs> and, and, I mean, like you said, they've only seen you really in summer league games. Why do you think that fans have, like, attached to you in the way that they have? I don't, I don't really know, <laughs> to be honest with you guys. Probably, probably the smile. Cause it's, there it is. I heard yeah. it's contagious, so yeah. probably because I'm smiling all the time, so that's why. Well, well, fill us in on your journey. We're going to kind of go back in time just a little bit. But okay. you are – obviously the goal here is to make the, the Nuggets roster, obviously. What, how did you even start in basketball? When, when, when did your love for the sport kind of grow? I mean, actually, first started um, – so I was following my brother's steps. I have an older brother, nine years older than me. So I always wanted to do things that my brother did. So at first it would be soccer, and then it would be handball. So then at some point um, I was going with him to the playground where he would play three on three. So I would just watch him at that time. So uh, after one, uh, I think it was after school, there was like a basketball activity. So I went. Uh, basketball, no, no shoes. I had like some the, the things you wear in school. I don't know how to say it. It's like flip flops, okay, but you can like yeah. attach them so it doesn't fall off. Yes. So I just went like there and I played I, in those. Yeah, yeah. I played in those, and I was like, wow, man, I, I'm gonna be a basketball player. I guess. <laughs> at that moment, you know. At that moment. <laughs> so I came home, and um, my brother first wasn't uh, wasn't keen on it because I was really good at soccer, so he he didn't want me to, you know go to another sport if I was so good at one, one sport. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I just told him I want to be like you and he kind of changed his mind. So, um, so yeah, then I, I started uh, practicing. And uh, after, after that one session, the guy was like, yeah, you got to come, you know, to our club, you got to practice with us. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it out. And uh, from, then, from that point, I was just sticking to basketball. Yeah. You talk about the, the parks and the three-on-three, three, and you're from Slovenia. What, is, what do those parks look like? What, can you just paint that picture for, for Nuggets fans out there? Um, I mean, it's nothing special. It's just a concrete floor and two baskets 
on one side there's no net, on, one, on the other side there's net. So <laughs> the guys always be on that basket and it will be just groups of three and they will play and then the guys who, who win, they stay on the court and the other ones will come in and play. Is it, was it close to your house? Um, yeah, it was. There was a lot of basketball courts abandoned, unfortunately. Um, but uh, there were some, some good courts and there would be like good basketball right there. Tell us about your hometown. Where, where are you from? Yeah, I know you, you, you've compared it to Denver. Uh, I've seen you say yeah. you're uh, I've compared it to Denver in the style of everything is calm and everything is more relaxed. Nothing is like no rushing or anything. Um, but it's a small town near the coast. Um, I'm close to the borders of Croatia and Italy. Um, it's around 30,000 people live there. And um, actually, uh, we speak two languages. So we speak Slovenian and Italian because of uh, the people who in the past lived here. So it's kind of stayed that way. So you have to learn both languages. And even the signs and everything is in both, in Slovenian and in Italian. Wow. Yeah. Does everybody know both then that, that lives in that area? Um, I mean, we, we learn it from the first grade of middle school, so then it's up to you. If you really want to learn <laughs> yeah. it, you're going to know it. If not, just whatever. But, um, so it's here and in the other part of Slovenia, it's also Hungarian. Okay. We have to learn Hungarian and Slovenian. So how many languages do you know? I mean, people ask me a lot uh, how many languages I know. I think I know around five. Five? So wow. I got um, Slovenian, and then I got Serbian, Bosnian, Croatian. It's kind of the same, mm. so I, I count that as one. And then it's English, Spanish, and Italian. Wow. I'm trying to learn Spanish. Cultured. Cultured. <laughs> I know one language, and I'm still <laughs> trying to learn another one. That's, that's good stuff. Um, Let's talk about your family. And did you live in the same house your entire life growing up? Would you have you have an older brother? Do you have any other siblings? And how influential were your parents in your life? Um, yeah, uh, so we we lived in an apartment. Uh, everybody lived together, and um, yeah, actually, um, my my dad um, came to Slovenia before when he was like really young. Like he, when he was eighteen, he would go to Slovenia from Bosnia. He would go to work, and then after the work, he would come back and then you know help his parents um, so then uh, when my brother was born in Bosnia uh, after a couple of months my mom decided to go with my dad he just got a job where I live right now uh, in a port so he, they, he got a job there so my mom uh, took him there and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully um, yeah hopefully it was uh, before the war so they kind of escaped that period so uh, wow. Luckily, they uh, didn't experience it, but uh, people back, back like in Bosnia and Serbia, fortunately, they, they, you know, they yeah. went through that. So, um, so they were kind of lucky with that. And uh, yeah, then, then I was born in '97, and we just kind of everybody lived under that roof. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, is your brother out here with you? No, no, he's he's, he's back home. Yeah, he's back. How? Do you guys how how often do you guys talk? I mean, I mean, we talk every day. Every day. Every day. You guys are really, really close. Yeah, yeah. I think we're uh, inseparable. So yeah, he was always uh, he was always you know on my ass about you know everything, yeah. uh, whatever I would do, you know, who I should like hang out with, every, everything because <laughs> he's because, protective. Yeah, yeah. He's you know the difference is so much in like nine years, he's been through through things that I'm going through right now. Yeah. So he's trying to give me pointers and what to do and everything. 
How often do you listen to those pointers? Um, pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to listen to him. What does he do now? What's his career? What are he? What's he passionate about? Uh, I mean, he just he finished um, university, mm -hmm. and he's just um, right now he's also working in a factory as a. And first he was a, like a worker, and then he just got on like an upgrade, I guess. Is um, so he takes care of the workers who work there. If, if the big machines are in trouble, then he has to go fix it. But everything else, he just like so like a supervisor. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, you said you haven't been in America very often. Um, <laughs> what do you when you what's what's America like for for you? I mean, everything is everything is huge around here. Yeah. <laughs> <to be laughs> you guys. Um, like from the cars to the buildings to like to everything, even the food, like uh, big portions and everything. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of glad it's like that. Um, but um, I'm, I'm lucky that for now I experienced two sides. So I experienced Vegas and I experienced Denver. So right. it's just two opposite sides. So I'm like for in general in the future I'll be ready for everything. I hope. Did you watch the NBA growing up? Um, not so much. I was more of a Euroleague fan, mm -hmm. so I was more of a that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But now you're basically on the cusp of being in the NBA. What is this kind of? What is this meaning to you right now? I mean, I don't think I'm. The news is get like this is getting to me right now. Yeah. But I'm just trying to, just trying to be calm and just um, be focused on things that are going at the moment. Not trying to think about the future too much. You mentioned your brother being extremely influential for you, but somewhere along the line, someone realized, whether it was you or someone else, that you could potentially make it to the NBA. What was that point? Do you, do you have a specific example? And what other people were influential in your life other than your brother? Coaches, uh, anyone else? Yeah, I mean, always when something happens, it always, I always remember that stuff. So I was 16 years old. Um, I was still back home. I just finished the uh, first... Uh, first year of high school back home so I got invited to the national team camp and uh, I went there to preparations and everything and then uh, it was 13 of us left and the coach had to pick one one of us so he picked me I was like the 12th player so I came to the to the um, to the tournament it was the under 16 uh, division B so there's a division lower than the A which were uh, national teams like Croatia and France, so we would play like in the lower division. So I would be there. Um, didn't really play too much, but I was just happy to be part of that, uh, to you know, to have wear the colors of my my nation. So after that, I got an offer to go to the at that time the biggest club, um, Union Olympia in wow. Ljubljana. So. Um, I was, you know, talking with my parents. I was like, yeah, and they offered me to go, you know, to Ljubljana to, to play basketball. And they were like talking to me. And so we went there. Uh, there was like a big house and uh, like where the players would live, yeah. like five or six of us. So uh, I remember they like left me off. It was like a rainy day. And they like, uh, when the, I, I was like watching them, like waving to them. And like my mom started crying, you know, but um, when they like turned the corner, like she called me immediately, you know, like, hope you like everything we packed for you is okay. I was like, yeah, yeah everything is fine. <laughs> so, I, so I come up to the room and I'm sitting in the like, I'm laying in the bed 
and uh, I haven't met my roommate yet uh, here at practice, so I'm sitting down, and coach comes, co coach comes to the room, and he gives like two, two papers. So one paper is to continue my studies, the school I was going to, or I should transfer to another school where I can do only the tests. I don't need to attend classes, um, and I can practice. I can practice two times a day. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was just okay. I came here. I know what I want to do. I want to play basketball. So like out of like short period, I didn't even think about it. Like like for five seconds, I was yeah. just like okay, I want to do basketball. So signed that, and that's where it kind of began, like my basketball you know career. That's, that's amazing. That's a, and so and and you were separated from your parents pretty early. I mean, that's that you were a teenager. They had to drop you off, and then you your, you know, your basketball career kind of is starting. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, started, yeah. yeah, yeah. How often were they able to see you play? And and uh, uh, luckily, luckily, Slovenia is really, really pretty small. So from Ljubljana, everything is from my hometown to Ljubljana is like an hour. Oh, so, okay. So, so just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they were just yeah. darting around. We're not, yeah, we're not talking about it. <laughs> so they would just come with a car or something. Mm -hmm. like weekends we have, we would have games, and they would you know, visit me pretty often. I, I read somewhere where you s said that you watched the Nuggets games last year at one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about like staying up that late to watch the Nuggets and and what you were getting out of it. So usually it will be after my game. And then uh, all the adrenaline, you know, you cannot sleep. So I would just be up and then, you know, check the TV and there would be NBA games. So sometimes I would, um, on Sundays, usually there would be games like 9.30 p.m. So that time I would, okay, I would watch that. But unfortunately, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I would be asleep already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those games that I watched, um, I just um, feel like it's a young team, you know, and everybody is... Like I said, the first thing that I came when I came to Denver, I told to Thomas, I was like, mm -hmm. wow, everybody's so positive here. Like, I ne I've never been around like so much positivity, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think like the first like thing that came to me was like that positive mindset that they have. So, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I watched the games and um, like I, I felt like, wow, it's, you know, you have so much great players around you, you know, it's, Maybe even it's not that difficult, you know, if you just adapt to the game really quickly. Yeah. And I feel like um, I've been I've been playing with a lot of players right now, so I think I'm kind of ready for that, you know, um, mm -hmm. to read what people like other players want and what other players want want to do. So I'm kind of you know adapt to them more than myself. Take us through. You played for the Nuggets in summer league last summer what that experience was like, what you took away from it, how you got better this season, and now being in this position? Um, well, uh, like, when it's, everything is new, it's kind of it's different, you know. The, the pace of the game was, was different. And um, like I said, I, I, last year I don't think uh, I was recognizing other players that good. So um, I just, my next season was kind of with that. So I would be like the young guy, um, wasn't getting the ball too much, so I would have to, you know, kind of feed from others. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to learn to, you know, go rebounding, play defense, you know, cuts, kind of the simple things that at the beginning look wow, you know. Yeah. Um, like you guys said, you know, people be 
uh, excited about how I play, but that is just like simple basketball. I did not, <laughs> I did nothing fancy or spectacular. And just you know, it looks like at the end it looks pretty, yeah. but uh, in that situation it's just like a normal normal basketball play. And now you're here and you're ready. What, what do you want to? I guess what's the next step for you in terms of your development? What do you want to show uh, to to the Nuggets organization and, and, and stuff along those lines? I mean, uh, right now I just want to um, focus on the on the next game, which is Boston. So, uh, like I said, I don't want to get too much ahead of myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to go um, like step by step and just after games trying to watch films and just uh, – like every information, you know, helps. If, if, even if, if it's good or like bad information, you know. So if it's a, let's say, if it's a bad information, that will make me think about, you know, okay, maybe, okay, if it's bad, like, let me think, let me go through the film, you know, let me see what I think. Um, what I need to improve um, is just, it's a difficult question right now, because um, I don't even know if, uh, if I'm going to make the team or not. Right. So um, um, once, hopefully, if I make it, um, they would see where they're going to play me and what they're going to need most at that position. Maybe it's going to be rebounding, so I'm going to have to work on that. Maybe I gotta go, I'm going to play pick and roll, so I'm going to go work on that. So uh, everything depends later after, you know, the things are put in places. So you have the mentality of catering your game to whatever the team needs. Yeah, I've been, I've been, usually I've been like that. Uh, I've never been like a star to a team or something. I was often like coming off the bench and then, you know, trying to adapt to the situation. And then um, through my career, I've been parts of, okay, now I have to, you know, take things in my hand. And, um, you know, I'm still in the learning process. So something will be good, something will be bad, but um, I'm just, ho I'm just happy I'm learning, you know. And you've said you've compared your game to Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. I was, for, I was forced. I was forced. Oh, you were forced. <laughs> I was forced. forced. Okay. I, I had to pick someone. I had okay, to pick okay. someone. Okay. Okay. I All knew right. there was a story uh, there just with his response. Say, All right. We won't walk down that road. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, well, compare things for you. Yeah. Okay. So you're your own player. You're. Yeah, so, is, is there a comp that you like maybe a little bit better than that one um, for people to kind of compare your game to? Um, I mean, it's it's difficult um, for me personally, you know. Uh, that's all depends on your ego, basically. You know, right. if you have a high ego, I'm I'm gonna say I'm you know compared to Kevin Durant, which is yeah. in reality not true. But <laughs> if I'm like really, let's say humble, you know, I will say okay, Bogdanovich is you know is the, is the thing. So yeah, I'm I always trying to be you know um, real. I don't I don't want to you know say I'm this. I'm really not. You know, I'm trying to be you know. Uh, back up what I say. So mm -hmm. I choose Bogdanovich because he's a he's a big three. You know, he's been playing low post. He's been also playing similar game like me. You know, he can handle the ball well, and uh, he also been in the process from Europe to to the States. I'm curious who you have become closest with on the Nuggets team, whether it be summer league or the actual Nuggets roster, or even the coaching staff. Who have you talked with, communicated with, and what have those conversations been like? Um, well, the most, uh, first year when I came here, the, the most was with uh, Ognjen Stojakovic, mm -hmm. the development coach, because he speaks Serbian, so when I came to the States, it was a lot easier, you know, yeah. we would just, you know, instantly, he actually visited me in Slovenia when I had uh, 
national team the year that we won the Eurobasket championship. Oh, yeah. wow. So he was there. So we kind of, you know, uh, continue where we left off. Um, but from the players, uh, I really, I really got good with Thomas Welsh. Mm. Uh, he's like a quiet guy, just like me, and that kind of suits me, you know. And uh, this year also, uh, Martin Krampel. Mm -hmm. He's also from Slovenia, so uh, it's different when when you guys meet. Uh, let's say if Americans meet in Slovenia, it will instantly a click, you know. Right. Okay, we yeah. speak the same language, mm -hmm. you know, you know your culture, culture and everything. So the same was here, you know. We, we we played before in the past. Um, we never hung out because I was playing for one club. He was uh, then mm -hmm. he went to the states. So now when he came here, uh, like everything was just yeah. a click. And it just makes just, it easier too yeah. when you're when you're when you're here. A lot more com comfortable experience. Yeah. yeah. You and Thomas Walsh might be two of the nicest mm -hmm. NBA players <laughs> yes. in the entire yeah. league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grounded, real, just yeah. great conversation. It's no surprise that you guys get along the way that you do. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Blackhill, this has been very enlightening. It really has yeah. been. We really appreciate you joining us. Can we do a rapid fire yeah. question oh, session oh, oh, really yeah, quick? Right. Oh, I just, I want to, no, I want to just understand a little bit more about your personality too. So do you have like a favorite TV show? Do you have Netflix? Do you watch shows at all? Uh, yes, I do. What is it? Uh, I think my favorite one is uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Sheldon. Why? Because I like his sarcasm and everything. He just... <laughs> Like, he, he makes normal conversation funny. Yeah. That's just, I don't know, just kind of, I try to, I mean, sometimes I try to play jokes and kind of be sarcastic and try to be like Sheldon. <laughs> if you weren't a basketball player, what would you be doing? Um, I think I would be, like, on a boat because I'm coming from the, you know, coast. So I think I would be, like, on a boat. Maybe as a fisherman, I don't know. I, but I think I would, I would be probably live my life on a boat. Favorite musical artist? Oof. I mean, it's a, it's a Serbian one. Uh, you and Joker can play Serbian music. <laughs> I, think, I think we can. Uh, I think it's a, it's a kind of old. It's a Tomas Dravković. He's like an old artist. We'll yeah. have to make a note of that. Check it out. Yeah. Play it. <laughs> yeah. Over the <laughs> play it over Gary. What I want you to do is play it over Gary Harris's <laughs> music. music. Yeah. <laughs> um, Favorite food? This is supposed to be quick, quick answers, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you live between Italy and Croatia. You really can't go wrong here with I mean, a food yeah, choice. Yeah, let's say steak. Steak. Yeah. Okay. That's not what I was expecting at all. Probably you guys probably say fish or something like. Yeah, maybe or pasta yeah. or pizza or who knows yeah. what. I mean, I I'm, I'm coming from a different different culture. You know? Yeah, it's all based on like meat, you know, like yeah. steaks yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm just <laughs> lost right now. <laughs> no, like, you're wearing a Pluto shirt. Why? I don't know. I Where'd you get it? Um, I got it in a store back home. Uh, called Zara. I don't know if they have it here. In America. Yeah, they do. They I love me some Zara. So yeah, I got it there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of fan of Disney. Yeah. Me it's too. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Favorite Disney movie? Um, wait. I think I remember. It's not. It was Cars at some point. Yes. But uh, I think Toy Story is my favorite. Toy Story. It's a great one. Go. It's yep. a great classic. Okay, so you shop at Zara. Do you consider yourself a fashionable guy? I mean, I don't consider myself as a fashionable guy, but I, I will not just wear random colors. I will try to, you know, try to fit 
as much as I can. Yeah. As much as I can. Yeah. And I'm not go too crazy, but let's say, okay, black shirt, black pants, and maybe white shoes, and that's yeah. it. Because you know, this Nuggets, crazy. this Nuggets team is pretty fashionable. Have you seen some of the outfits? Um, I've seen, yeah. Um, I mean, if that's what they like. Um, I mean, I like video games, so you know, they they like fashion. I like video games, so it's. Everybody likes their own stuff, I guess. They like video games, too. What games do you play? I mean, I play a lot of um, games like based on like stories, let's say, like a story mode or something. But um, right now, I'm really into Fortnite. Um, that's kind of go-to game right now. But um, my favorite one is uh, GTA. GTA San Andreas. I think that was okay. uh, yeah. that, that's one of my, yeah. my if I if that's a, it's a good one. Yeah, play, if, if you give me to play right now, I will play it. It's I, I will never get tired of that game. Yeah. Okay, you said Fortnite, so we can end this with showing us your Fortnite move oh celebration. My. Give us something here. What's your go-to? What's my? Go I think it's the um, I think it's the loser one. <laughs> yes. Is that because it's the least amount of action right now? Is that why? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I like it. I, I like, like it, it too. I like it. Vlaco, you've been a great sport. Thank you very <laughs> Thank much you for guys. joining us. Yeah, Nuggets Nation, I'm sure, will love this one. I'm very grateful for your time and just for being who you are. It's easy to be a fan of you, so thank you. And Nuggets Nation, tune in again. We'll be back soon, soon. for another edition of the 24K Podcast.